This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 121. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. So do you know how to read your opponent's serve? Do you think that's even possible? And are you a fan of the 2004 tennis movie Wimbledon? Well, in this episode of Tennis Quick Tips, I'm going to give you my best tips to help you read your opponent's serve, and I'm going to tell you why I happen to think Wimbledon is actually a pretty good tennis movie. So before I get going, I am going to admit something to you about this topic that we're discussing today, how to read your opponent's serve. I think this topic is actually pretty high-level stuff tennis-wise. The kind of stuff that really advanced players think about and do when they're playing. Definitely the pros do this or they attempt to do this. And when you're watching the slams on TV, you often hear the commentators mention this. They'll say, oh, he knew exactly where that serve was going. Or, well, she guessed wrong on that one. So we know the pros are attempting to read their opponent's serve. And obviously, they spend a lot of time practicing this. And when they're successful, they get paid a lot of money to do it. But what about you and me? What about us, regular old, everyday, recreational players? Can we read our opponent's serve? And just in case you're not 100% sure what I'm talking about, to read your opponent's serve means to figure out what kind of serve they're going to hit, which obviously would be a great thing to know if you're the returner. Anyway, I think I've always made it clear, at least I've really tried to, that I am a regular recreational tennis player, like I believe most of you who are listening are. But even I myself do think about reading my opponent's serve when I'm playing a match and getting ready to return. So I'm going to give you some tips on how any player can read his or her opponent's serve. And I think you, whatever level you're at, especially if you are an intermediate or advanced level, advanced beginner level player, but even If you are just starting out, I think when you hear these tips, how simple they are, and start consciously using them in your matches, you'll see that you may in fact be able to get close to reading your opponent's serve. So this issue of reading an opponent's serve came up in an email I got from Tennis Quick Tips listener Lorna, and Lorna had this to say in her email. Hi, Kim. I'm a regular listener and really enjoy your lessons. I was listening to your last episode, 118, and then listened to number 30 again. You mentioned that you can tell what kind of serve you will receive. Honestly, I don't think I can really know what kind of serve I will receive, only that it will be a fast one. Can you explain how to read the serve? 
Thanks, Lorna. Well, first of all, I want to thank Lorna for sending her question. And I also want to point out this is actually Lorna's second question to be answered in a Tennis Quick Tips episode. She emailed me previously. In fact, we've had a few exchanges by email. And I did an episode all about communicating with your doubles partner in response to a previous email from her. And that was episode 109. It was called, Call It, Communicating with Your Doubles Partner During Points. And I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode if you think that's an interesting topic. And you can find those show notes at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips121. Anyway, the two episodes that Lorna mentioned in this email were all about returns. Episode 118 was called, Are You Giving Away Points on Your Return? And episode 30 was called, How to Hit a Better Return. And again, I'll link to those episodes in the show notes. But in both of those episodes, I gave some tips for how to hit a better return and the type of mindset you need to have when you're about to return. And part of this mindset is trying to read your opponent's serve. So let's get into a little more detail on that here. Is there some way we can read our opponent's serve so that we know what kind of serve is coming at us and can hit a better return? That's the question. Now, Here's where the part about one of my favorite tennis movies comes in. And bear with me here. You're going to see where I'm headed. That movie was called Wimbledon. It was made in 2004, and it starred Kirsten Dunst and Paul Bettany. And I know that Wimbledon isn't necessarily everyone's favorite tennis movie ever made, but If you're not a fan of that movie, I hope you will stick with me to see how I'm able to tie that movie into today's topic. And warning, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to throw some spoilers out here. Anyway, in the movie, Paul Bettany is an English tennis pro who somehow makes it into the finals of Wimbledon despite his ranking of 119 when the movie starts. He falls in love with an up-and-coming American tennis star played by Kirsten Dunst. During the finals, the Wimbledon finals, he kind of falls apart and is sure he's about to lose the match. But on a bathroom break, he's visited in the men's locker room by Kirsten Dunst, which I guess that's appropriate, who tells him that she loves him, of course, and also that he isn't doing a very good job of reading his opponent's serve. She flat out says that the opponent's serve is, quote, like a book, you just have to know how to read it. She then points out that if the opponent bounces the ball twice before serving, he's going for the body serve. And if he lifts his toe, it means he's going to serve deep. And of course, she's right, and Paul Bettany finally gets his mojo back and ends up winning winning Wimbledon and retiring at the top of his game and ending up with Kirsten Dunst, and it's all wonderful. So it's a very sweet movie that has some great tennis stuff in it too. 
But this whole concept of reading the serve like that, being able to see the tells of an opponent and knowing what serve was about to come was a really interesting part of this movie to me. I remembered it very well, and I knew when I was when I got this question from Lorna, I knew that this was in that movie, and I went back and actually searched for the script to find out exactly what it was that Kirsten said to Paul in the locker room. But to be honest, I didn't think that this was the type of skill someone like me could ever acquire. For one thing, I play different opponents all the time. So I don't have time to pay enough attention to them to see if they have any tells that they're giving away when they're serving. For another thing, the types of clues in that movie and that we're often told to use to help us read the serve of an opponent, those clues are either very hard to detect or are happening very quickly. The typical clues that you're told to look for are, what kind of toss is your opponent using? What swing path is their racket taking? What is the racket face orientation on contact with the ball? Frankly, I don't really have the quickness or the mental ability to consciously absorb things like this unless they're incredibly obvious. I myself am usually much more concerned with focusing on my own return than on counting the number of times that my opponent bounces the ball. But there is good news here, and that is reading your opponent's serve is not as complicated as this all makes it sound. There are a few very simple things that we recreational players can do to help us read our opponent's serve. And they don't involve watching swing paths or racket face orientations or your opponent's toes. So how can we read our opponent's serve to help us hit a better return. Number one, what is your opponent's serve history? The first thing you can use to help you read your opponent's serve is their serve history. In other words, what kind of serves are they hitting to you already? Although we're all told to change things up, move our serve around, and keep our opponents guessing, the truth is that many, many people will pretty much hit you the same serves over and over throughout a match. They may have a different first serve and second serve, but often that's about the only difference that you'll see. And I mean these opponents will hit you exactly the same serve, same type of spin, same target, same pace. I myself do this exact thing, even though I know I shouldn't be this predictable when I'm serving, but I tend to fall back on my most reliable serves at some point in many, many matches, especially if the match is going into a third set. And so I also know that a lot of other players do the same thing. So the first thing you can use to help you read your opponent's serve is their serve history in the match. Figure out what serves they've been giving you so far And expect that those same types of serves are probably going to keep coming. Number two, what is your opponent's position on the baseline? The second thing you can look to is your serving opponent's position on the baseline. 
Now, you may already know this, but just as a refresher for everybody, usually if your opponent stands very close to the center mark on the baseline when they're serving, that signals that they're going to serve up the middle because hitting an up the middle serve from that position will keep the ball traveling up the middle. If your opponent stands closer to the single sideline or even out in the doubles alley, which they can do if you're playing doubles, that usually signals that they're going to serve out wide. And again, it's because that gives them a lot more room to hit that wide serve by standing in that exaggerated position. I talked about this issue, where to stand when you serve, in a previous Tennis Quick Tips episode. That was episode 103, which was called Simple Serve Tips, Where You Should Stand When You Serve. And of course, I'll link to that in the show notes. Now, just be aware, these positions usually signal that a particular type of serve is coming, but not always. Some servers can hit a variety of targets from wherever they stand on court. And in that case, you'll need to fall back on the first thing I talked about. What is the serving history of this particular server during the match? But just know that the position a server takes on the baseline is another clue that can help you read your opponent's serve. Number three, what is happening in the match? The third clue you can use to help read your opponent's serve is to think about what is happening in your match. If you have a great partner who poaches like crazy every time you're receiving, then the server may try to serve out wide as much as possible to avoid that poaching partner. Similarly, if the server has a great partner who poaches like crazy, the server may try to serve up the middle as much as possible to set his or her partner up to poach. Or maybe you've shown that you have a particularly weak return on your backhand side. In that case, I would expect the server to keep trying to serve to your backhand. These are just examples. There's all kinds of things that might happen. And so you need to look at exactly what is happening in your match to see if you can figure out what the server is doing in response and use that as a clue to help read your opponent's serve. Number four, just get in the ready position. The final thing I would say to you is just be ready. This isn't really a clue from your opponent, but it's something you can do to help you get ready for any serve your opponent hits. Just be in the ready position. If you really aren't sure what kind of serve is going to come at you, then get yourself in a good athletic ready stance so that you're ready to react immediately to whatever serve is hit. And again, I've talked about this, the ready position, uh, back in episode 31 of Tennis Quick Tips, and that was called How to Use the Tennis Ready Position, and I'll link to that again in the show notes. So those are the four things I think you should look for or be aware of when trying to read your opponent's serve. Again, those were, number one, the serving history of the server during the match. Number two, the baseline position that the server takes when serving. Number three, what's happening during the match that might influence the server. And number four, using the ready position so that you're ready 
for any serve. I want to thank Lorna for sending in another great question to me. And just be aware, I have a form on tennisfixation.com where you can contact me. Uh, it's up in the menu bar. It probably says contact. Or you can leave a comment in the show notes. There's a comment box down at the bottom of the page. And you can put any question you want there or leave a comment about this episode. And I also just want to take a moment to thank someone for leaving me a review back in January. It is from Romboid1, and he left an iTunes, or she, he or she, I don't know what Romboid1 is. Uh, I think it's a he. I think I can tell who this is from. Uh, But they left a review on iTunes back in January, and I would love if any of you could take a minute to leave a review Reviews for the podcast on iTunes are extremely helpful, and they're very much appreciated. They do matter in the rankings of the show, and I read each and every one of them and would love to thank you if you leave a review right here on the show. So head on over to iTunes, search for Tennis Quick Tips, you'll find the podcast page, and you can leave a review right there. I think I also have some links, of course, in the show notes, as always, uh, where you can uh, click and go to the page to leave a review. And one more time, I just want to make sure because I know I've said it like five or six times. The show notes for this episode will be over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips121. So you can go there and find links to all of the episodes that I happen to mention in this particular episode. And also you'll find uh, the comment box where you can ask me questions and you'll find a link where you can go to that iTunes page to leave a review. Thanks for listening. I do really appreciate it. And as always, happy tennis.